Well, hello everyone. We are gathered here again. I think we got the whole team here and we're excited about another opportunity to be together and have communion together at this key time in history and allow the Lord to continue to release into us all the things that he wants to release into us as we remember what he did on the cross and, um, and then whatever else the Lord uh, speaking to various ones here as well. And so I believe we're going to start with, is it Justice is going to do the communion? Yeah. Uh, Justice is going to do the communion. And I think I know at least Chris has a little something to share. And I know there will be more as well. So let me just start with a word of prayer. Lord, we just thank you for... Uh, another time to to be together in our country, well, and others from other countries as well, Lord, in this key time upon the earth. And um, we just want to begin this time together exalting you, magnifying you, telling you what you already know. The whole earth is yours. The fullness thereof is yours. And we are your ambassadors here, Lord, and we have millions and millions of of homes set up as ambassadorial sites right now, and um, we thank you for uh, the time we're able to have with each other, with you, that uh, in the midst of challenges, while um, our hearts going out to those with the challenges, we thank you. You are doing so many other amazing things, yes, and um, thank you, God. we thank you um, for your presence here and we thank you for the presence released to those all online thank right you, now God. as well in jesus name yes. amen okay justice okay we can all get our bread first and if you're listening you can go ahead and get if you have communion elements you can go ahead and get them there you go. thank you jesus thank you so much that um, this bread is a reminder that you physically came to earth and that not only are you God with us through the Holy Spirit, but that you were actually God with us here on earth mm. and that you intimately understand the human experience and what it mm. is to have emotions and feelings and um, even having health things happening around you and having a physical body that is you know, can experience um, challenges and things like that, that you understand that and that there's no feeling that we have that is foreign to you because you came to earth and you you yeah. gave your body to us. Mm. And so yes. we just take this bread remembering that you understand everything because you sacrificed your heavenly nature for a while to come down to earth and to be in a physical body. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And now, if you have wine or grape juice. And we thank you, God, that you not only came down and gave your body and lived on earth, but you also gave up your life. And the friendships that you had on earth and the immediate relationships that you had and the, the human experience, you gave that up. And you sacrificed your body. And you took all of our sins and all of our sicknesses onto your body. 
so that we could experience freedom in our lives on earth and so that we could also enter eternal life with you and have an eternal friendship and eternal relationship with you and the people around us. Mm -hmm. We thank you so much for that sacrifice that you gave. Thank you, Jesus. So, Chris, did you have something? Yeah, I got a little something here. Um, so, I was in Genesis um, and just kind of, I was struck by something this morning that I was just reading through. And it says, as long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Hmm. And this is in Genesis 8. Um you know, and it's in a declaration of promises that God is making for humanity after the flood um, has passed. And so something specifically that just stood out to me was this idea that seed time and harvest, um, you know, will never will never pass away and never cease as long as the earth is here. You know, and this is, you know, from a farming standpoint, we're actually right in the middle of, of seed time, which is funny because many of us are looking for work. We're not sure if we're going to have work. We're not sure. Um, what's going to be available when things get going again. And for us that still have work, things have kind of even just been paused on that. Um, and so I was just, you know, thinking, trying to contemplate, what does it mean to be in seed time right now? Like, what does it look like to be casting seed for a harvest? And really just the Lord put in my heart the idea of just actually kindness and goodness. Like, what what are ways that you can impact what's going on around you and in a way that, is maybe not business oriented, but just what's going on in the heart of people, what's going on in, in people's minds and their souls. How can you contribute? Um, and so I actually just felt to just go research some of the stories that are happening right now around the, around the globe. Mm. And so I pulled some stories that I just thought were really inspiring for um, what's going on right now and the way that people are choosing to respond oh, um, in the face of this. And so I want to just share some of those stories with you that stuck out to me because I feel <laughs> like there's so much just bad news yeah. <laughs> and, and hardship, but there's also, you know, the triumph of the human spirit mm -hmm. is really amazing. And so there's some really cool things that I, I just was able to find and I just want to share with you guys. And so um, there were a lot of neighbors in some of the poor communities in American cities that were going around and they're building these boxes that have toilet paper and hand sanitizer and books and food and they're going and they're leaving them and, and just weaker neighborhoods and poor neighborhoods that are just not able to get out or have the resources to do that. So good. And so they're just calling really them that cool. these neighborhood boxes that they go and they set up um, with a bunch of things that people could need um, right now. In New York and uh, Chicago and bigger cities, um, younger people have actually started putting a list um, on the bottom of where the elevators are or the lobby in apartment complexes um, just asking if there are people who are immune compromised or older who can't go get groceries or can't go get mm. medicines. They're just saying, leave your phone number and your unit number and we'll call you and set up a time to start picking up the stuff for you. Wow. So these people don't have to leave at all and they're doing it totally for free. This isn't like a paid service. They're just saying anyone who lives in this building will come help serve you. Yeah. Wow. Um, I was reading stories about younger people who were stopped in uh, grocery store parking lots who they were stopped by older people who just felt like they couldn't go in and they just had a list and cash that they were giving um, people that were younger who were able to go into the store. And so you're seeing a lot of 
people that have stronger immune systems going out um, and trying to help people that just can't don't don't want it to take can't or, or don't want to take the risk yeah. for for being exposed to it right now um, I read a really really touching story yesterday about a 93 <laughs> year old man who gave up his air ventilator um, and then he died but he, he gave it up for a younger patient because they were out of ventilators and so he was 93 and he made the statement that he just he wanted to go to someone younger in the hospital and so you see wow. kind of the whole gamut mm. of people getting groceries but also people just giving up their life for um, those around them wow. um, there was another one about a husband and wife who had this place this pizza place that they love to go to they ended up moving about 300 miles away and so they had not gone back to there and they'd been married for about 45 years and they had planned to go right when the coronavirus um, hit. And right when this hit, he found out, the husband found out he had cancer. And so he was immediately put into, um, they said it was going to be a terminal a terminal cancer, which it ended up being. But right before that hit, the, the pizza shop that was like 300 miles away found out that there was this couple in the hospital. They posted something on their Facebook saying how much this place had meant to them. And so the manager that day made two pizzas and drove 300 miles so that they could have oh this pizza in the hospital. Um, wow. <laughs> and they weren't even supposed to be delivering at all, but he just took it on himself to oh. basically make this seven-hour wow. round-trip drive just so that this couple could have. Um, and so you're just you're seeing these um, just stories of extravagant hope and love and, and camaraderie in the face of this and you know there's a lot of companies right now who have just put all, deployed all of their resources into making ventilators and masks mm -hmm. um you know companies even like google is, is giving free advertising to small and medium-sized businesses over the next 18 months and so there's just there's a lot hmm. there's a lot of hope that's happening and there's yeah. a lot of ways that we can plant seed right now and so yeah. Um, there's small things that we can all do and I would just encourage people to in whatever way that they're able to um, to just plant seeds of hope and uh, goodness in, in the communities around you guys so. yeah that's right. so good I, I want to just so say, say something connected to that really quickly you know some people may think well you know what's the point of that if, other than just it's good for the moment what is that what kind of lasting spiritual impact does that have how does that connect to the kingdom or jesus you know when we have people just do good works and it it connects directly to the biggest picture of all because the biggest picture is god wants to be known god wants intimacy with us and when circumstances are really dark and difficult and someone whether they're knowing they're doing it in the name of Jesus or not, it's the whole Matthew 25 thing. When you've done it to the least of these, you've done it to mm -hmm. me. The reason why Jesus equated himself with those scenarios of somebody just being kind, even if they weren't kind in his name, the reason he equated himself with those scenarios and these acts of, of hope like Chris is talking about is because... He knows our propensity to view our perspective of God through things we go through, good or bad. And I've said this many times for many years, so if you've heard me say this and you're annoyed by it, I apologize, but I'll say it again. <laughs> it's just the best example I can find. But even those of us that know God and we've known Him for years, when you get a better parking space, you feel just a little more loved and seen by God. Even though you know, you already know He loves you and sees you. We're... we're 
we're wired to to view him because of the garden of eden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil we are wired to view god through our perception of our circumstances mm-hmm. and so any act of kindness thoughtfulness that that hits someone in a place of wow like i'm important enough that somebody thought of me mm-hmm. um it it acclimates our hearts to believe that that somebody really is God. Because if you don't have someone who notices you or who goes out of their way to be kind or to serve you, if you don't have that, ultimately in the deepest part of your heart, you're looking for proof that that God would send through someone, anyone, that he sees you and he knows you. And so don't grow weary in your your love, your expressions of tangible love. Mm-hmm. There is no act of love or kindness that is too small to have huge impact. And it's worth doing if for no other reason than for our own hearts. But I'm just, just helping us reconnect this once again to the bigger picture of even the kingdom, which is the knowledge of the glory of God, the knowledge that he cares, that he loves us, that he's good, Filling the earth. Mm-hmm. That's really good. It's good. I think something else really amazing that has happened because of the shutdown of everything is that everyone is taking time to pause and realize the importance of life and mm-hmm. of human lives. And I think that sometimes mm-hmm. we get so caught up in like the busyness of life and thinking about our own selves and keeping our own selves ha- healthy um that we forget about how like much we all need each other in valuing the sanctity of life around us Mm -hmm. um and i just think about how i don't know like the bible makes it so clear over and over again how important each one of us are and that we're fearfully and wonderfully made that each of us are made with intention and just even the fact that jesus would die for not just his friends but for the entire world Mm -hmm. i just think that um it's yeah. something that even in the church that we have kind of come away from yeah. is just valuing lives, whether mm-hmm. they're old or young or mm-hmm. unborn or uh, have disabilities or any spectrum of issues. Like every mm-hmm. single life is so important. And I think that we're all taking time to realize that. And yeah, it's cool to see how that's causing people's hearts to be softened. Even because I think once you value someone's existence, that leads to those acts of kindness that Chris is talking about. Exactly. And you have to yep. understand the importance of someone and the fact that God sees everyone as so important in order to do those kind things and in order to be a solution in society. Like, yes. you're not, I don't think God's going to trust us with solutions until we love the people that He's called us to impact. Say Good that word again. There. <laughs> Say that again. Which part? <laughs> that last sentence. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I just think that if if you don't, I think this is something Bill Johnson says, but he says it in a different way. This is just how I remember it. But basically, you're not going to have influence from God over a group of people if you don't love them first. God doesn't want you to be ruling over people that you don't love. Or not even ruling, but I think this is influencing people or impacting people if it's about your ego or about checking something off a list or becoming more spiritual. All yep. these things matter because people matter. <clears throat> so good. Compassion. So good. Were you saying something, Gracie? No. All right. <laughs> you were just echoing mm-hmm. what Justice was saying. 
Well, let me um, uh, perhaps as a wind up, just read a few things out of Psalms 34. Mm-hmm. Main thing I wanted to recommend is, you know, they're talking about different IVs. Well, like the vitamin C IV is good uh, for breaking down the coronavirus or whatever. And sometimes it's just good to do IVs of certain scriptures. <laughs> and I'll recommend, I'm not going to read it all, there's 22 verses, but Psalm 34 is a great chapter in the Bible to just take in as an IV. And uh, <clears throat> it will really release all kinds of strength, courage. And I think I'll read at least the first 10 verses because they're short verses anyway. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. My soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is a man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger. But those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. And it goes on. And, you know, there's one verse that stands out. It's verse uh, 19. Um, that first phrase, I haven't seen anybody just put that alone on their refrigerator or anything. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jesus when he said, in this world you will have tribulation. I've never seen anybody put that on their refrigerator either. But the follow-up, the, the next part, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He guards all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. It's just his attentive uh, gaze at us, and we uh, partake of that. We participate in that as we focus our gaze, as we magnify him. Again, we magnify things that are hard to see with your normal eye. And so there's a lot of parts of him you might need to magnify, depending where you're at right now. Uh, you might need to magnify him as your provider, as your healer, all you know, whatever area you're having hard time seeing him uh, in or as, then you take the time to uh, declare who he is. So, and you declare not to remind him. You declare uh, to your to your own soul. As an IV, and you declare to you, just you sense there's a point where your own soul is like, yes. And then you're able to actually step into a radiant face, as it says there, and you can begin to declare things over your own life or the life of family, friends, your cities, nations. And so, um, just to encourage you that that's just an amazing uh, psalm to, uh, to not just read through once, but really uh, take it in as an IV. Good. We we actually have a podcast that's go. I'm attempting to upload it right now. The internet is going very slow. Okay. But it's funny because you were. It's from ten years mm-hmm. ago. A message that um, you dad shared at your church at the time, 
and it was all about this gratitude and you were referencing Psalm 34. Oh, wow. So if you want to hear more about that, it's going to be up later today on the podcast. Well, that'll be good. Site. You can IV it there a little yeah. longer. Um, you know, why don't we close by just agreeing together once again over um, the the death and destruction of this virus being removed from it. Um, I think we can have a storm and it have limited damage when we speak against it and use the authority God's given us. Yeah. Anybody feel to well, sure. pray that? I'll, I'll jump right in. Lord, we just, we take a moment here even to uh, pray specifically towards what's called the coronavirus, the COVID-19. And we know in the upper worst case uh, cases of it, it is it is something that attacks the lungs and in a very severe and quick way. And and Lord, we thank you that there seems to be report of a couple of uh, helps or cures. Um, and and Lord, I believe you you sh- I am reminded even as Elizabeth was talking, uh, you spoke to me. There would not just be one, but there would be like seven health cures for it, seven things that would. Uh, protect the lungs, heal the lungs, that would take out the the COVID-19. And I just pray, Lord, that even as we agree in prayer now, that that would be uh, quickly discovered. And if it's already uh, discovered, we've heard of, a, I just found out today, of something in Switzerland that may, may apply to this, that whatever's already been discovered, that it would not be able to be suppressed and that it would be brought um, uh, to the light. And that you would be that would be one of the ways you you provide healing by by providing the, the antidote, the solution for it. And um, Lord, uh, we also know that weapons of our warfare are mighty in you, and they are spiritual weapons. And so uh, we look forward, uh, you know, the natural uh, the natural cures, but we also understand the power of a word yeah. and of words being spoken and yeah. sent. That you. As you say in the scripture, you sent your word and you healed them, and mm-hmm. and through the person of Jesus, you would, uh, you would send your word and you would raise someone from the dead. You would raise them from sickness, and so the power in a sent word, and Lord, we just ask that something would take place in the spirit right now. There'd be a pooling of anointing and power, uh, resurrection power, and and dunamis power, Lord. That even as our words and our agreement at this time. Um, that through it, Lord, there would be, we release a word, uh, your healing word into the heart of whatever is this, this virus, Lord, that at the subatomic particle level, that virus across this whole nation, across this whole planet would right now open up and receive this word from you, Mm -hmm. this word of power, this word of anointing, that it would be Mm -hmm. as if it came from your own declaration Mm -hmm. and it would be, be done, coronavirus, be done, COVID-19, be done, assault from hell, be done, attacks on lungs, be done in the name of Jesus. Let something shift and change right now, Lord, as we access what you have freely given to us, your word you have commissioned to us, your word, and as your ambassadors, we can release that and it can and it can accomplish what it was uh, meant to accomplish, Lord. And let, let that be powerful right now all across this planet, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, even as we um, are entering into Passover, I thank you that the new covenant means we're just, we're not just 
asking for you to pass over our individual families and households. We're, we're receiving and applying the blood of Jesus that, as Justice said, was slain for the entire world. Mm. And we are asking for the Passover over every single nation, God, and for our own nation, the United States. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your compassion. We thank you for the angelic help that is there in, in the front lines with all those that are facing uh, the, the places that are hardest hit right now. We ask that you would supernaturally empower them. Let it be so real and so tangible that they know that it's nothing less than you yourself who is in their midst. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. we love all of you. We hope you're finding um, lots of good things to do in your time and feeling um, surrounded and not love, not love, <laughs> not alone is the word I'm looking for. Not, not alone. Feel loved and um, and remember, you can always uh, interact some with Johnny on his Facebook. He's got a little more time for that right now, and uh, he's been sharing a few uh, prophetic words from. I just love this, Johnny. Way to go! He a few days ago reached out through Facebook and just said, "Hey, I'm." I'm willing to kind of vet some of you that have prophetic um, revelation from the Lord, and maybe you don't have a way to get that out or to submit it to someone who can give you feedback on it. And he has just poured over many, many prophetic words from people that we don't know personally and made an effort to just be a a father in the faith right now and, and help mentor some in that. And through that process, he's come across several that have just been really sharp, really encouraging. And so we've shared a few of those so far, and I think there'll be more on our Facebook. So if you want to be exposed to some fresh, new prophetic insight um, from from some hidden faces, um, you can be encouraged by that. And I'm not saying this for our sake, but for your sake, I just want to remind you, our our RISE app and the RISE Global Community is absolutely moving forward. Um, And we, you know, one of the things that you'll need to do in order to be active on the app as soon as it comes out is to already have completed either the RISE book, read the RISE book, or go through the online RISE video course and both of those are available. That you can download the PDF. Um, I think it's pretty cheap. I can't remember how much on our on our website. Or you can purchase the online video course, which is half off right now. Um, what is it? Rise fifty. The code for that is Rise fifty five zero Rise five zero. You can put that code in, and it and it'll just charge you for half of it. And that's a seven-hour video course that Johnny and I did. Um, and it comes with the PDF download of the Rise book. So you get the Rise book with it for free. Um, and anyway, this is just if you've got time and you want to jump ahead and be done with that part of it, as soon as the app comes out, you'll be able to be active on it. And we're not going to get ahead of ourselves and make announcements too soon, but um, it is moving forward and it is so much better than I even hoped it would be. It's really going to serve the body of Christ in a powerful way in the months and years to come. So, anywho, anything else? Blessings on all. All right, bye.